Hey guys, welcome back to the Checkout Podcast. Today you have Caleb Willard and our new and final guest for now, Trey Finn. What's up, what up boy? What up? what up? What up? What up? Check up, fool. So uh, today we're gonna we're gonna do similar similar like last week. We're gonna start with football. Uh, we have a couple things you want to talk about with the league. The league has some news we're gonna go over, and then we're gonna switch up to basketball. Basketball. The NBA has been full of uh, full of free agency moves so far. It's actually Holy it's it's been kind of nice. Completely oh, ridiculous. Complete madness. But it's kind of nice that you know usually I feel like we have to wait for all the free agency. You know, it's like it's like takes forever for a free agency to move forward. And then this year it's just like boom, 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 boom. Yeah, like usually, usually it takes a few weeks after the draft because teams need to actually settle in with all their draft picks and see what they have to work with but this year it was just bombs away on all free agents and there's still a crazy amount of them left over so yeah we still have i mean we still have there's more to come solid free agents left for sure so there's definitely more on the way um but let's go ahead and get started with football we just uh we just heard this week about carson wentz's injury he's gonna be out for five to twelve weeks with a foot injury and um, based off of that, we, we kind of want to go over the AFC South, how it all situates itself. Um, you know, honestly, when it comes to Carson Wentz's injury, first of all, nobody's surprised, right? I mean, Trey, you're a Colts fan. No, not at all. Everybody at knew all. this was coming. Like, everybody knew the risk was there. And I, But I'm not even that mad about it. I, you know, it's a foot injury. I mean, 12 weeks is really pushing it, even for Carson. That would that would really only be if they wanted to stick with Carson Wentz for the long haul, because the last thing that the Colts need is another Andrew Luck situation where they keep rushing him back from injuries because we're terrible without a starting quarterback, and then he just gets hurt again. True. You, I mean, but you guys have a much better offensive line than when Andrew Luck oh, was Oh, yeah. Well, and that's, that's why everybody, like every Colts fan on the face of the earth, was so... I don't, I don't know if frustrated is the right word for it, but they were so upset when Andrew Luck retired because the season after he retired, that was like that season when he retired, that was the first season when the Colts actually put an offensive line around him. And I mean, other than at the time, other than the Cowboys and the Titans were really starting to put an offensive line together, um, there was no better O-line in football. Oh, and it's, I mean, it's a pretty big gap, I feel like. like Quentin Nelson yeah, no, is, I mean the, is by far the best guard in the entire league. It's not even, it's not even funny. Yeah, and the, I mean, you could argue like a couple years ago, I think it was the 2018 season, 2018, 2019, something like that. Um, you could say the Cowboys offensive line was just kind of inflated because of how good Ezekiel Elliott was. Uh, like sure. the Colts, I mean, the Colts haven't had a really, really good running back like that in a a very long time. Like, it's been a long time. Not to say that like Jonathan Taylor and Naheem Hines are bad, but uh, you haven't had they, a generation prime talent since no, like Edron right. James. Yeah, you the Colts haven't had any generational talents, you know, star yeah, I mean, talents. But right. Jonathan Taylor's no joke. Marlon Mack has played very well. And, oh yeah, Last Marlon year, Mack. I didn't know, even mention him. He is absolutely and he's all phenomenal. Stars. He's all phenomenal. Stars. I mean, Jonathan Taylor. Last year was his first year. 
um, out of Wisconsin, and he almost had 1,200 yards. Yeah. And, and he had anybody, any, anybody who didn't watch Jonathan Taylor in his one year at Wisconsin, I encourage you to go watch it now because oh he was absolutely was disgusting in college. He was I remember, disgusting. yeah. And I it remember sucks going being out. from Maryland because <laughs> <laughs> they, they play in the Big Ten. Jonathan Taylor is a, a different breed. No, I remember going out two years ago. We went out and watched uh, the bowl game. I think it was the bowl game between Wisconsin and Ohio State, and Jonathan Taylor was yeah, just – Yeah, Jonathan Taylor. I mean, oh they, they, ended up, they ended up losing the game, but Jonathan Taylor was just running circles around the Ohio State defense. And he continues to do so with the uh, the pro defense, you know, yeah. the NFL defenses. So, look, when it comes to Carson, the injuries are expected. Um, he has a great O-line. I'm I'm assuming Carson's going to come back. And, I mean, if, if he's out for five weeks, that puts him at week one. Like, comfortably. Yeah. It comfortably puts him at week one. I'm not saying he's, you know, they may give him, you know, a couple weeks afterwards. But I don't see this as being season, you know, season ending by far. No, not at all. And the Colts are kind of notorious for starting off season slow and then just completely turning up towards the end and making a playoff run. Mm-hmm. Um so if Carson Wentz has to sit out for three or four weeks when the season starts, I'm really not that pressed about it. And also, there's an extra game this season. So sure. that's, just, that's just one more chance for us to get in. Um, now, whether the division allows us to do that, that's another thing. But Well, I think, I mean, I think you guys sit comfortably ahead of the rest. So we're going to talk about the rest of the division. We're going to get there. Um, I, I think you guys have a great chance. I mean, last year you went eleven and five with Philip Rivers, you know, under. Yeah, it, it, it helped that Philip Rivers was a veteran, like Jacoby Brissett the year before. While he's a a good starting quarterback and he's been in the league for a while, he doesn't have any like primary QB status like at all, other than the few games that he started for New England before he came over to us. So. Having a having a guy like Philip Rivers come in, while I was skeptical about it at first, he he did play pretty decently and kind of kept the team together. I guess would be the oh best yeah. No, look, Philip Rivers. He's never he's Philip Rivers is not known for crunch time playoff performances. Philip no, Rivers not at all. is known. I mean, he's barely he's barely Rivers known for is, playoff performances is, in general. No, that's what I'm saying. He's not known for that at all. Philip Rivers is like a step back version of Peyton Manning, where he is a fantastic regular season player. He's got he's, the ugliest throwing release I've ever seen in my life. I still don't understand how he <laughs> sidearms 70 yards down the field, but no idea. But he dude, does. Dude can throw, and he's he's got a rocket, and there's definitely some accuracy behind it. For sure. And I've heard rumors about Philip coming back, possibly. I for... think the only if, if it's not if it's not for another team, I think literally the only reason the Colts would consider it is because Carson. Carson Wentz is just completely down for the count and in a wheelchair yep. for the rest of the season. Which hey, if you got I mean, if if you gave Carson the first two weeks, three weeks off the season, had Philip play the first three games, I'm not even mad about that. I mean, you're gonna win. Now, you're the going only, to win. The only problem games. is Philip Rivers would ask for, especially after bringing the Colts to eleven and five last season, he would probably be asking for a a pretty substantial paycheck. Nothing like obviously nothing like like top ten quarterback money, but. Sure. I mean, it would it would still definitely put a hurt on the cap for sure. 
Well, uh, I think we're going to talk about these teams. I'm going to talk about these teams with the assumption that Carson is going to come back at a reasonable time, and and it won't be too much. the Titans. Right, ain't but no, the Titans. Nobody. So, so let's let's talk about it. So we have the Titans. So the Colts and Titans went eleven and five last year, and uh, you know, the Titans got significantly better, and I just don't think the Colts made enough improvements to match that, even with a fully Not healthy Carson Wentz. I mean, here the problem is even with even if Julio Jones didn't go to the Titans. I don't think the Colts made enough improvements to beat the Titans, even when the, if they only have A.J. Brown. And Ryan is playing the best football he's ever played. You know, last and, season, Ryan Tannehill definitely showed that he's worth a starting quarterback job, which, honestly, he's never really shown throughout his career. I completely at agree least with at that. A cons- at least at a consistent level. He's sure. obviously, he's like Fitzmagic, who has some sparks of greatness, but... Overall, you would say he is a no, below-average quarterback. But now, Ryan, Ryan Tannehill's good, and they look, the Colts have a phenomenal offensive line. The Titans are right there, dude. Like, their offensive line is really good, and it also helps that they have the best running back in football behind them. So, Yeah, I think that helps a lot. Like, um, Derrick Henry, like, people, people will make the argument that Christian McCaffrey is a a better running back than Derrick Henry. I I don't see it. I mean, I love Christian McCaffrey. No, I don't I see it either. He's like one of the most electrifying running backs to ever play the game, but I Christian McCaffrey's not backpacking a team to an AFC Championship game. So to me, Christian McCaffrey, Christian McCaffrey is a more versatile back. Like Christian Mccaffrey is the most versatile running back in the league. Yeah, there, there's He's not a there's not a running the back that catcher. catches out of the yeah. There's no I mean, running back that catches out of the backfield better than Christian McCaffrey. Yeah, right the now. only one that, that can even speak his name is Alvin Kamara, but. I mean, CMC is just—I mean, he's just better. Uh, no, he's plain, no, he, plain yeah. simple. He's That's just not better. really up for Derek discussion. Henry, Derek Henry is by far the most dominant running back. I mean, in the that league. dude is just a brute. I, I mean, that last game man. of the season when he got the 2,000 rushing yards for the season, I was just like, "Holy crap, man! Can you yeah. imagine taking a hit from Derek Henry?" Yeah. Can you imagine being on that cam of you know that stiff arm cam that he puts up once a game? Like, oh my. God. Yeah, no, his um his stiff arm on Josh Norman. Oh my goodness, oh boy. that was iconic. <laughs> oh boy. And I'll say this for for people that don't believe in Julio Jones. So Julio last year played uh he played about half the games. He played eight or nine games last year. Yeah. He had seven hundred and seventy yards and three touchdowns. Okay. When you stack that up, stack that up against T. Y. Hilton. Okay, T.Y. Hilton played every single game last year and had less yards. Yeah, T.Y. Hilton is definitely nowhere near as good as he used to be back when Andrew Luck was there. And don't get me wrong, like I think having a like a star quarterback like Andrew Luck before he retired was a very, very above average quarterback. Like I would say if Andrew Luck stayed healthy through his career, he'd be he'd be top five right now if he was still playing. I mean, the dude was just different, but now, I mean, like with Jacoby Brissett leading the way, like T.Y. Hilton's numbers have pretty much plummeted. Yeah, well, it... Like, literally by half. No, they have. Look, the 
Julio Jones, uh, to me, to me, Julio, this is just evidence of Julio's greatness because T.Y., yeah. it's not like T.Y.'s, you know, a, a bum. You know, T.Y. had more. I mean, D.J. Chark is a great up and coming receiver on uh, on the Jaguars. OK, he's got he oh, yeah. had 700, you know, 700 yards a season. There's a, Julio there's Jones a played half good, the games. Right. I mean, there's a lot of good young receivers there in are. our division this there year. Are. Like Michael, but Julio like Jones Colts. played half the games of the season and still yeah, had no, almost Hul- 800 yards. Hula, and anybody that wants to talk trash about Julio, I, Julio Jones is the best receiver in football. He, just, he is. He's I best. mean, a healthy Julio Jones, there, there's no competition. Man, you guys are lucky Nick's not here because Nick is a huge Julio Jones fan. And he would, he, I mean, he would be <laughs> yelling preach. Because, dude, I mean, if if Julio Jones, oh, look, bro, I don't blame him. There is, can, yeah, if he can, Julio if Jones he can manage, disgusting. if he can manage to stay healthy through the season, even you know, let him let him take a break every, you know, play three games out of the month and take the fourth one off. If they do that, like, man, if Julio, if Julio Jones is is healthy, the Titans team, it, like the the Titans, there is other than maybe the Chiefs, there is not. I don't think there's another team in the league right now that has a more well-rounded offense. I mean, um, you have you have Ryan Tannehill, wow. who's really the only question mark on that offense. I mean, yeah. you have AJ Brown and Julio, who are. I mean, that's that's an A plus receiver duo for sure. Oh yeah. <laughs> and then you have Derrick Henry yeah. in your backfield, who is the best running back in football. And then you have a, I would say, top five, top ten offensive line. So, I it's and your defense is above average, I would say. So it's it's hard to find like a surefire team that is more well rounded than the Titans right now, other than the Chiefs and the Bucks. Look, I'll say this: I'm I'm with you for most of that. The defense isn't as good. Um, you know their D line ranks 23rd in the league, so it's oh, I th- a little well, and yeah, and I, well, I think their secondary kind of makes up for it. Ah, That's why see, I said, their I mean, secondary, their secondary's 21st in that regard. And so, but I mean, I will say, I will give the Titans credit. The Titans scored huge in the draft getting Caleb Barley. Oh, exactly. They scored That's, huge. And actually, the draft is something that we should definitely talk about more because uh, <laughs> ESPN came out with their draft rankings, and there's there's one one team on there that I really don't agree with, but we'll talk about that in a second. Oh, I haven't even seen. All right, cool. Um, so no, I think Caleb Barley is a great addition, but the, I don't know. The only the weakness for the Titans is just how young that defense is. You know, Janoris yeah. Jenkins, Amani Hooker, they're all super young. Jeffrey Simmons is great, but he doesn't have much help. So the defense struggle, but I mean, there's no question about it. That offense is disgusting. You know, um, I, I haven't been like, I've always felt like AJ Brown's been a tad overrated, but AJ Brown's going to blow up this year because who, you know, when you're going to be like a, uh, I think it's going to be like a juju effect where. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Brown on the other side of the field. So, yep. I mean, AJ Brown's, uh, you can't double cover both of them. So, oh no. Oh, and you're not even thinking about it. When you say when you see Julio Jones across the line, hey, we're doubling him. Yeah, exactly. We're not even, it's not even a conversation. Healthy or not. <laughs> right here. I don't yeah, I don't care. I do not care. If 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 AJ Brown is getting a thousand yards, eleven hundred yards receiving by himself, like 
man. Right. He, Brian Tannehill is going to blow up decent, too, man. That's what I'm saying. There's a decent chance he's going to end up with like 14. So even even with a healthy Carson Wentz, it's just man. I, I love Ty, but it's not Ty. You know, Ty is out of his prime. I like Michael Pittman. I think he's and Jack Doyle actually. I think they're both up and coming. Jack Doyle is comes, is very good. But, I really but like him. I really a lot. like him. No, I, I'm, I'm I'm hip. I'm really like him, but like they just don't compete. They're just not even on the same level. You know, I would yeah, even no, like not you even debate. You could even debate DJ Chark and Marvin Jones being a better tandem on the Jaguars. I mean, right, Marvin Jones right. is coming off almost a thousand yards, and he's yeah, they, actually going to get like. I mean, they're going to get Trevor Lawrence. I mean, who, I, I I hate admitting this as a Colts fan, but the the Jags are a serious sleeper team this year. And I, as much as I hate Trevor Lawrence, I uh, the dude is is a really good quarterback, and I think his skills are going to translate really well to the NFL. And that's like that's a problem. Like a yeah. serious problem. And, you know, those are two teams that the Colts have to see twice a year. The only team that the Colts really... And I, I can't even say you're not worried about him. I mean, because Deshaun Watson for the Texans, I, he's top five quarterback in football. I mean, the dude threw almost 5,000 yards last season. And while, like, the Texans obviously are just not a good football team, like, they're... I mean, that's that's still a team that you can't sleep on because of who they have leading the charge. Yeah, so I'll say I'll say this about both the Texans and the Jaguars. First of all, their defenses are both atrocious, and oh, so they're well, not yeah. they're not going to be. I mean, the, the defensive Texans line for the Texans the, was dead well, last. Tex- yeah, no, the the Texans defense is just abysmal. I mean, and and the and the Jaguars D line was thirtieth in the league. Like both defenses are completely abysmal. The you know the Jaguars secondary is coming up a little bit, but it's not. You know, I think they got a. Oh gosh, I can't remember the cornerback they got in the draft, but they got a great cornerback in the draft. But it's just you know these te- like the Texans Jaguars are dangerous in shootouts. They will be yeah. at least. You know, if you it, can never count Sean Watson out of a shootout. Yeah, but the right. And if you is, if you can't nothing. if you as an opposing team can't find a way to blow them out of the water early, then yeah, it's it's gonna be a tough game because which you should be able to. Like, exactly. like we're not like the Jaguars were one in 15 last year. The addition of Trevor Lawrence and Travis, whatever his name is, like you, that's you not going to be that significant. I mean, it's significant, but not, not so much in the wins column. You know what I mean? Well, like, you, well you want to know what their only win was last season? Oh gosh. Wasn't the Colts. It, it was the Colts. Oh, it was the man. Colts week one. So it was like, I think the final score was like 30 to 27. I'm sorry for your loss, bud. <laughs> yeah, yeah, me too. Hey, look, don't get me wrong. We still made the playoffs. And I think we actually right. ended – no, we didn't beat the Chiefs that season. That was the season before, I think. Yeah. So uh, I will say last week we talked – you know, I talked about Deshaun Watson being uh, – in my opinion, Deshaun Watson's the third-best quarterback in the league. And, yeah. and I was talking about, you know, he threw 5,000 yards basically to trash cans. Look, his second-best receiver this year is Kiki Cootie. Yeah. It's like, gonna be a rough I don't season know. I don't sure. know what the. I don't know what their deal is. Okay, like I understand. Oh, their front I, office I like is just awful. I like to pick up a Philip Lindsay. You know, like I think their running back tandem. Actually, all the running back tandems in this league. If you, you know, I think you can count Derrick Henry as his own running back tandem. I think yeah, all the running back tandems in this. Oh, I mean, Derrick Henry twice the size of just about everybody in the league. So right, you know, you have. I mean, you have Derrick Henry with the Titans. You got Jonathan Taylor and Marlon Mack with the Colts. Then you got David Johnson and Philip Lindsay. 
with the Texans. And then the Jaguars that have James Robinson. Uh, uh, People don't David, know who James Robinson is, but he had a thousand yards last no, year. No, James Robinson's gross. Uh, I am not really the hugest fan of David Robinson. Um, the Texans made an absolutely terrible decision um, picking him up from the Cardinals because he has an awful contract. Yeah, he does. For at least the way that he's played. Like, don't get me wrong, like, he's got no offensive line to back him up, but David Johnson played, like, one or two good seasons with the Cardinals, and then it was just downhill from there, and the Texans were just like, sure, we'll take that contract, and then they gave away D-Hop, so... Yeah, no, I, they, the Texans. I don't. I don't know what's going through the the Texans front office's heads right now, but they need if they want the Texans to be relevant, other than like headline news for being like the laughing stock of the NFL. They need to pull it together because I mean, for like everyone forgets for a long time, like a long time, it was the Colts and the Texans at the top of the division, and they oh, were yeah, like always back and forth. That was like. Even before Deshaun Watson got there, way before Deshaun. No, that was way before, dude. That was when that's what I'm saying. Like, 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 I mean, the the I mean, the Titans and the Jags used to be lucky to get five wins a season. I mean, the Jags are still lucky to get five wins a season, but they got one last year. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) That's all right. And in all fairness to the Jags, I I think they will do a lot better this season. I think they have hope. I'm not going to say they're going to do it. You know, I mean, what is they'll, a ton better? Is it three wins? I mean, I could if they. No, no, I mean, they'll, they'll, they'll get for them, than, right? <laughs> no, they'll get a lot better than three wins. I, I think they'll hover around. I would say I'll give them around six. I won't. I won't give them six. Look, that I'd defense say five is terrible. Or six. I mean, their best, their best player on defense is Shaquille Griffin, and that's. I mean, that's it. Like their defensive line is awful. Their secondary is awful. I. Yeah. I like the well, addition. They got, that, they got that corner. Yeah. Yeah, they have that corner. I, I have, I'm sorry, whoever. I forgot. That is. Yeah, I forgot I his forget. name. Uh, is it Sertain? Is that who it is? Did they get Patrick Sertain? Uh, let me see. I just don't remember. There's so yeah, many. I don't remember at all. Patrick Sertain. Who do you play for? Nah, he plays on the Broncos. Ah, they got somebody. I just don't remember who it is. Look, I, the, the reality is, I don't think I'm not. I I like the Jaguars. What they've done this offseason on offense, but uh, they got so much work to do on the back half. You know, they're that's and, what I'm saying. They're they're on take, they're on the come up for sure. The, yeah, they're on the come no, up. Not I'm not all. taking. I'm not. You know what I mean? Like I'm taking the Texans offense over them. I don't care who Deshaun Watson. It has never mattered who Deshaun Watson's throwing to. I'm gonna take right. them. I mean, what did the, what the and Texans go last season? What, four five, and, eleven, four and twelve, four and something 12. like that. Yeah, yeah I mean, they were. I mean, they were terrible. But like, Sean Watson threw like what forty eight hundred over yeah, forty eight hundred yards. Yep, crazy, it's unbelievable. So I think Titans take division with with pretty much ease, uh, not with ease, but I would I Titans, would say with ease. I think the Titans can go thirteen. I would say with ease. I mean, the Colts are are definitely fighting for a wild card spot. But yeah. it's I mean it's a fight when you consider all the other divisions in the AFC. Yeah. And the only reason it's a fight for the look, the only reason it's gonna be a fight is because the Colts defense is that much better. You know, people yeah. forget about the Colts defense. 
They're, uh, I mean, they got DeForest Buckner on that line, who is no DeForest joke. Buckner's that, there, Darius look, Leonard. And that's and, not um, even, to me, that's not even the highlight right now. The highlight is going to be that, that, that secondary. Xavier yeah. Rhodes had a huge year last year with Kenny Moore. Their bat, their safeties got a lot better. You know, oh, yeah. I mean, their safeties are they're right now they're ranked thirteenth in the secondary. Look, the Titans' secondary is twenty one. Yeah. Okay. Like it only gets worse in there for the division. They have by far the best defense in this division, and it's not close. It's going to keep them in games. If if Carson Wentz can show flat, you know, if Carson Wentz in that running game can show up. I mean, I know the O line's going to show up as long as that running game comes to play. You know, they can make it a fight. But obviously Julio and AJ Brown are just yeah no the Titans are just I mean their offenses they I mean the they're kind of like the the Chiefs now where extremely high powered offense and average to below average overall defense I mean the Chiefs defense like when Patrick Mahomes threw fifty touchdowns and one MVP I mean their defense really wasn't at all yeah. That's true. All it takes is a player. Hey, look, that's true. All it takes is a player to change the defense around. You know, we've seen right. that with um, we saw that with the Chargers defense. Oh, we've seen my that goodness. with the 49ers defense. We've seen that. I mean, the the, the, Chargers the Redskins just... defense. What about the Redskins defense? We saw that with them. I mean, the yeah, energy they're... changes. Uh, I mean, uh, dude, the, the Chargers are just insane. Oh yeah, no, they're they are. Super I mean, they're my they're season. my favorite come up team, man. They the are Chargers a, are definitely my I, favorite. I, I wouldn't team. even know if you could consider them a sleeper at this point. I mean, Justin Herbert showed out last season. Yeah, and that so, defense is no joke. Yeah, the defense is gross. Who's the Who's the corner that won? Uh, didn't he win Rookie of the Year over Darius Leonard? Oh, oh, um, you're talking about, you're talking, he won defensive player of the year. He won rookie of the year. It wasn't, was it Darius Leonard that he won it over? Yeah, because Darius Leonard got, uh, he got snubbed, I'm pretty sure, for defensive. Derwin James. Derwin James, safety, yeah. Is the safety. Yeah, safety. And he they is... got, look, man, so they have, they got Joey Bosa, obviously, who is something else. But yeah. look, they picked up Asante Samuel in the draft. Yeah, And Asante... they have Derwin James back there. And yeah, no, and Chris no. Harris is Chris Harris is <laughs> phenomenal. Team, oh, that team is so good. I mean, they're so good. I oh my they're Keenan Allen only, is the most slept on receiver. I feel no, like nobody, I feel like nobody knows who Keenan Allen is. Oh, they will. they'll they will they got you know i know they got rid of hunter henry which was a shame but they replaced him with jared cook who's not crazy but he's he's a vet you know he's a vet he's good enough he's good enough he knows what he's doing you don't gotta teach him anything you don't gotta austin uh, Austin eckler needs to show me some consistency but austin eckler is very good out of the backfield he He is a phenomenal pass catching receiver or um running back um I mean, he's no Christian McCaffrey, but he, I would say he's well above average out of the backfield. No, he is well above average. There's no doubt. It's just, I mean, it's a for real. I mean, Mike Williams is no joke. Yeah, I, like, I mean, they, have a tough, they have a tough division. There's for sure. No doubt about oh, it. yeah, for sure. But other than maybe, I would say, um, the AFC North. With the uh, the Ravens, Steelers, Browns, and Bengals. Yeah, man. I mean, the, the Bengals really were the only 
like joke team in that division, but they weren't when Joe Burrow was playing. Yeah, you I mean, know, they, there's, they there's a handful of players. There's a handful of players that you see take the field, and it's just you know we were. T- I was just talking about defenses. It's the effect that player can have on a team. You know, you feel like they keep you in the game. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, you know, it's, it's Sean locker, Watson, locker room. They're always chemistry. in the there game. Are certain, yes. Man, there were, cer- there are certain people, it. and coaches fit in that category too. There are certain Earl. people that you want and don't want to play for. That's why Jason Garrett's not in Dallas anymore. Hey, and you know what? And you want to talk about coaches? What about the Steelers coach? I mean, the Steelers coach is the reason that they're the Steelers oh, will still be Mike in serious Tomlin, contention. Mike other Tomlin's than, a goat. Other than Bill Belichick, Mike Tomlin is the best coach in football. There is no debate about if that. If you whatsoever. haven't heard this, this statistic. dude took this dude hasn't gone yes. less than even in his entire he's never had a losing record. He's ever. never had a losing season. And he brought I mean, he did that with a third-string quarterback. Yeah, I forgot about third that. Third-string. I can't even know. I can't even. Uh, it was the one that Miles Garrett hit. Mason Rudolph. <laughs> Mason Rudolph, and there was who was the other guy? Because they rotated between those two. Because I'm um, didn't Mason Mason Rudolph got hurt? I think Mason Rudolph got suspended, didn't he? <laughs> I don't remember. Yeah, uh, it might. I remember I, Miles was. Garrett got suspended. Miles Garrett definitely got suspended. <laughs> That's true. No, but that Mike Tomlin's been a coach for 13 seasons for the Steel, a head coach for 13 years, never had a losing season. And that Ever. Browns team, I mean, I, you know, we talked um, last week. I talked about how I think Baker Mayfield is going to be my favorite to break the top 10 list, and it, it's because Baker's. Baker got so much better last year. It wasn't yeah, even the, the only thing His I'll fault him for about got so much better. Oh yeah, for sure. The only thing that I'll fault him for about last season was not being able to knock the Chiefs off in the playoffs uh, when they were within one score, and Patrick Mahomes went out with an injury. That oh, is, yeah, that was... for Baker's resume, as short as it is, <laughs> to be considered elite. That's a game you need to win. True, but I'll give it to Baker because he made it there. You know, he beat the Steelers. Yeah, I, that and that's a fair argument. And obviously, that was, I think that the, was Steelers, the Steelers were the exact opposite of the Colts. The Steelers started off the season really hot and then kind of tailed off towards the end, and it kind of carried into the playoffs. Yeah, shout out to my they, Washington they got, football team. Yeah, because they got they got smoked by the Browns in the playoffs, if memory serves me correctly. And I feel like that's a big. They I got punished. No, I agree. I feel like that kind of momentum is gonna be tough for the Steelers to come back from. Oh, like, oh yeah. You're coming off of you're coming off of the worst ending to what was an undefeated season. I mean, they they were undefeated. They were 11 and 0, 12 and 0, and, 0 and until just they lost just started, every single they, game after that. They lost. Yeah. You know, players left. I you know, Big Ben. Big Ben had a great year. How many how many great years does Big Ben have left here? And everybody else, Baker is getting better. That yeah. running tandem, you know, Nick Chubb is getting better. Scary. Nick Chubb, Nick is, Chubb is getting better. OBJ is back coming back football, maybe. If OBJ, if OBJ can figure out how to work in with the Browns, like if they can figure out how to make Odo efficient with the Browns, like dude, look, I, o, OBJ high profile. I get it. It's Cleveland, but like the OBJ needs to understand that this is a phenomenal team that he's playing for. They just need to work out a few kinks. That's it, and that's it. It's a few kinks. 
you know, Jadavian Clowney got signed with them. So you're going to have to deal with Miles Garrett. Oh, my God. I completely forgot about that. That defense Completely. is disgusting. Uh, that defense, disgusting. That defense was gross before he got there. Yes, that's what I'm saying. You know, I mean, I, I like Lamar and the Ravens, but, like, this is – that has to be the toughest one, like, the toughest division, right? I mean – Yeah, no, how, that's what I'm saying. Lamar, I think like, they uh, – that division provides the most parity because the Bengals, I mean, they're – you can't – they're not a team that you can just look at them and – Put a, put a check mark in the wind yeah, column. You, you can't just you like, can't you, just you gotta think about it. I mean, now. Joe Joe Burrow is the real deal for anybody that hasn't watched him play. Go watch the first what was it three games of the Bengals season last year. Yeah, Before no, he got I hurt. He, I mean, I Joe Burrow is. Even I think he played like six. He played. I mean, he had a he had a phenomenal start to this. Look, look, Justin Herbert had a, a phenomenal year. But like Joe Burrow was right. I mean, Joe Burrow. Was right I think Joe Burrow would have been right, right there. Him. And 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 Justin Herbert has a better team. And Justin Herbert does have a way better team. Yeah, it's a great yeah, the, point. The only yeah, the only the only thing about the Chargers was coaching, which they've they got rid of their they fired their head coach. So yep, that's I. It's only up for them from here. And you know the Bengals are the same way. They just need a a few more pieces, and they're. They're going to be contending in that division, which is not... I mean, if you're contending in that division, you're contending for the playoffs. I mean, every team besides the Bengals right now is a playoff team. I would even... Other than... The Steelers, I think, are a playoff team. The Ravens and Browns are Super Bowl contenders at this point. Um, Let's see. The Browns are... Look, the Browns are... Our Super Bowl contender. That's after what? After sure. watching last season, I mean, the, after the Browns last season, were right the there. Browns, oh, they were sure, right there. Contenders. I'm not saying and they're going to win it, but they're if, definitely if Lamar, contenders. If Lamar Jackson learns how to be a little bit more consistent with f- throwing the football and you know thinking with his head instead of his feet, yeah. the Ravens are Super Bowl contenders too. They can be. It's it's kind of a. I will knock. It sucks that they got rid of Judon. That was a big loss for yeah. the D line, but they're. Look, I don't like uh, I don't I like uh, Marlon Humphrey. I don't. Who's the other cornerback that I don't Marcus like? Marcus Peters. Marcus Peters. I don't love Marcus. I love Mar. I like overrated. I like Marcus Peters because the when he got signed, the Ravens' defense was average. They brought Marcus Peters in from the Rams, and they instantly became like the best defense in football statistically. True, which is but just Marlon kind of Humphrey, crazy to look, think about. I, look, I agree with that, but Marlon scary. Humphrey played lights out every night, bro. Marlon yeah, no, Humphrey the, got like what seven fumbles last year. I yeah, mean, every no, time the, I the Ravens go in for a tackle, he just punches that thing. It's yeah, ridiculous. no, the 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 Ravens, I think, have the best overall secondary in football right now. Uh, it's, yeah, it's, I'm, I'm it's not gonna. T- it's yeah, tough. it's tough. But their their secondary is it's like that. Yeah, I mean, I have to. I think I'd have to sit down. Like, I'm gonna I'm gonna save the official take for another day because I gotta sit down and look at everybody's secondary. You know, like the Rams right, secondary right, right. is gross. The Rams and their are defense, gross too. You know, like, but it's definitely close. Like, it's gotta be a top five secondary. Oh, it for does. sure. I, the Ravens top three. The Ravens top three. Yeah, I'm not gonna doubt that. The Ravens top three. Marcus Peters and and Marlon Humphrey are no joke. So I, yeah, you're I'm right. They're su- they can be Super Bowl contenders. I'm not going to say the Steelers can be now. I think you got to say the, the Steelers at this point are are buying for a a, a wild card spot because I don't yeah. see them starting off the season 11 and 0 like they did last oh, year. Nope, that ain't happening. And and so. I love I love the I love Joe Burrow 
and what the Bengals are doing. You know what's – can I say something that's mm-hmm. really interesting? So I love Joe Burrow. I think – I mean, I loved him at LSU. I love that he won the national championship there. And, you know – That dude's attitude is legendary. I mean, he's legendary. Dude's legendary. He gets there, and he's – I mean, I think he's he's all for it. So let me tell you a story. I, I, so my parents moved to Ohio last year. And by the way, you know what? Speaking of my parents, my dad told me to make it very public that my dad called Bucks and six against the Suns. Um, and I said that the Bucks might lose game five and they didn't lose game five. So shout out to my old man. Um, so my parents moved to Ohio last year and I visited him a couple times at this point. And my dad told me that people in Cincinnati don't like Joe Burrow. They think he's a bum. They don't think I he's actually so. right. I mean, it's Ohio. I, That's why. They don't think. They think they. I'm dead serious because I talk to people there. Well, there's well, there. All right. Well, there's there's two different versions. There's two different versions of trash talk, right? Like you can not like somebody, but to legitimately not like think that the dude's not good. I mean, that's they there's absolutely. They think they're losing this. The Bengals fans there apparently think that they're losing football games because of Joe Burrow. Hmm. Did you watch the beginning of the season versus the Bro. end of the season? Because you really started losing when he got hurt. But when he got hurt, dude, I looked at my dad. I was like, like there's no way that's possible. He said, no, like, go ask around. People here think Joe Burrow sucks and they want him gone. And I was like, I, give him to the Redskins. Well, give him to the, give him to the football team. Give him over here. Yeah, and dude, I would Cincinnati must be a different breed of football fan. Cause... I just, I, I had to get that off my chest. I've been, I've had that on my chest for like six months now. It's but been bothering me. See, so I mean, uh, do you, have you seen how long Philadelphia's put up with Ben Simmons? Oh my goodness! <laughs> <laughs> Y'all can't give Joe Burrow half a season before you, you can't pick give him Joe out. Burrow. I mean, didn't you guys? I mean, you guys have come close to losing. I mean, you guys won one football game last year. Like, How can you say this Joe's fault? I just look for all you Cincinnati fans. Like, get it together, please. Yeah, like, relax. You're also. I mean, you basically have six L's on your <laughs> on your season already with the division you play in. Right. <laughs> so I like I don't like I don't really know what you can possibly expect. Like you're only winning the team, ain't, games. the team ain't that good in the first place. <laughs> if there's one bright spot on the team, it's Joe Burrow, and uh, ain't, ain't no way you can. As I'm saying, there's no far, conversation to be had Burrow, about and, it. And for what it's worth, other than teams that have a top ten quarterback in the league, uh, Joe Burrow would be a bright spot on just about every other team in the NFL. So, Dude, as a Washington football fan, I would kill for Joe Burrow. If, if we now? had uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick, oh boy, it's Ryan Fitzpatrick, and then you got a uh, Heineken. Oh, that's magic, baby! Yeah, look, I would kill. Look, if the if if the football team, if DC had Joe Burrow, I mean, DC turns into yeah. like a serious contender in the I mean, division. That, uh, we we uh, we mark everybody in the in the division. You think? Uh, think about this. Think about this. I, I understand. Would, you know, I mean, we can classify it as lucky or not. Y'all think about think. this. Dak, Dak Prescott's coming back. As much as I can't stand the Cowboys or their fans, can't Dak Prescott that. is a good quarterback. Ezekiel Elliott is a phenomenal running back. They have an incredible offensive line. Um, their secondary is actually pretty decent with the pickup of ah. Malik uh, Malik Hooker. 
Yeah, it's decent. Their secondary. I mean, he's injury prone. When he's healthy, is abysmal. Who the heck is gonna rush the quarterback? I don't even care if Ryan Fitzpatrick's the quarterback. But here's the the thing: you don't you don't have to look. You don't have to rush the quarterback with Ryan Fitzpatrick as your quarterback. I mean, you don't got to rush him. You can walk to him. You'll catch him. (laughs) Look, Ryan Fitzpatrick's inconsistency and. Below average decision right, making. Look, I'm not. I'm will not. not it, hey, look. Push you we get Joe Burrow. Hey, look. We get Joe Burrow. It's over. That's all I'm saying. We that's get Joe Burrow. Because the, the rest over, of your division's pretty good. Well, the, the Giants. I mean, the Giants have a a good team too. Well, they're coming. Look. They're, no, their their team is good. Their defense is good. I will give them that. Their off, well, their offense is their offense is good too. It's just Daniel Jones. Can he be a starting quarterback or not? And he can't be. So what are we even? What, what are they even wasting their time on? I don't like Daniel yeah, Jones. Decisions suck. They're terrible. Yeah, they're pretty bad. He also fumbles. He played more at than Duke. Like this is what you get. This is what you get when you draft somebody from Duke. Right. <laughs> All right. No, I mean, a trash, a trash school like Duke. <laughs> We're we're Maryland. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we we can't stand Duke here. There will be no Duke yeah, talk no, here. No, no Blue Devils. Look, we will we will save that for another time. Is uh, I look. I'll, I'll say I'll say one more thing before we move on to to basketball. Okay, whether you want to say it's luck or whatever, whatever it may be, the Washington football team came within a touchdown of beating the Buccaneers in the postseason. Oh, Chase Young was serious, and so I mean, is the rest of that front seven. And so that's, I mean, they that's, are like that's that. my point. When I say that if we had Joe Burrow, we would be a serious – I'm not the, saying we would win the, the Super Bowl. I'm not saying that, but I'm saying we would be We would be in that, sef- that second right, round right. of the playoffs. We're in it. And it's it's kind of – I mean, there are a lot of teams that have been like that where, yeah. like, they'll, they'll make the wild card, but, like, just because you don't think they should step, be in the playoffs, like – do not sleep on them because they'll knock yeah. you. I mean, it, I mean, football's not like basketball. You don't get seven chances to win a finals. That's true. Like it, it's any given Sunday. So yeah, you know, I heard a take um, by my favorite—I won't say his name—but one of my favorite analysts. Uh, he was saying that that it's harder to win a championship in basketball, and I was like, man, you know, it really. I, I mean, it's can't, hard. I don't it's hard. Like, like, it's not hard. I'm not saying it's not easy, but, I'm just but saying, like. As the best team, like as the best team in football, it is more difficult to win a championship than the best team in basketball. It is in basketball. Yeah, I mean, it's, you have seven team. You have seven games to prove that you're the best team. If you can't prove four out of you know four out of seven games that you're the best team, then you're not the best team. Right. That, plain and simple. And you're not the best team in football, man. I mean, we've seen like it. you need to you need Crazy to come prepared because like you don't you don't get six other chances if you nope. lose the first game. You get four quarters. That's it. Four quarters to prove how good you are, and if it doesn't work out, sucks to suck. See you next season. Right. You can't take a you can't take a game off and then go. Ah, okay, we got three days to the next one, guys. Let's right. go. Let's go take a break. You know, regroup. No, none of that. Ain't no load. Ain't no load management in football. <laughs> all right. Once you get you're either, to the playoffs, you're either there, or you're not. Right. So right, that's that's why the Chiefs lost the Super Bowl, in my opinion. Look, I, and they uh, yeah. they thought their offense like their both of their Pro Bowl tackles didn't play, and like, Patrick Mahomes had like eighty million yards sprinting for his life behind the line of scrimmage in one game. Yep. So uh, it is what it is, man. You you know you come you to gotta, play, you, look, you lose. You got twenty two. You got twenty two guys on that team that have to come play like dogs. In basketball, you only need five. 
Yeah, five, and you have seven chances Maybe to seven. do it. And you got seven chances. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so we're going to move on. We're going to move on to our NBA because we got some NBA stuff to go over, too. Oh, actually, hey, actually, one more thing. We don't have sure. to talk about this long. Uh, ESPN came out with their draft rankings for the oh, season. Oh, that's right. Um, the Steelers are at the very bottom, 32nd <laughs> in the NFL, which I kind of find ridiculous because I think their first round pick in Najee Harris was a very good pickup. Yeah. So. We can we can dive into the draft as a whole in a in a later episode, but I there's I, that that ranking I think is is very low because the Steelers desperately needed a running back. So yeah, James Conner was proven to not He's, be that guy. Yeah, and complete bust. I mean you I mean as much as I you know I don't think we know a ton about Najee Harris just because it's Alabama, but I will right. say. The Alabama running backs are different, right? Yeah. And, no, I mean, I don't know. I don't know many Alabama running backs that come in as bus. Right. So. So uh, there may not be a whole lot of tape. Seen. Like his statistics may be wonky, but it's he's an Alabama it, running back. Hey, that's what I'm saying. Thirty-two. I'm not disagreeing with you. Nick, well, Nick Saban uh, knows knows how to make them. Nick, he <laughs> got that. So right. that remains to be seen. So. We're going to talk about last time we talked about the NBA draft and uh, we talked about, you know, the, the winners, some big winners, some big losers in the draft. Today, we're going to talk about free agency. So far. Right, NBA draft was it's nothing crazy. compared to free agency. I mean, this you year. know, I thought free. I, look, and I was happy with the like I was, I was very happy. happy with the draft. That's what I'm saying. Like the draft was good. And I saw some great players get drafted to some teams. And I was like, that's huge. Like Cade Cunningham to the Pistons. That's huge for him. You know, Pistons. but man. Pistons are going to be a very good team in the next couple of years. They'll be better. They will be better. But man, this I mean, so I guess I I don't I don't see how we can talk about free agency without starting with the Lakers just because <laughs> the Lakers won free agency, right? Like the Lakers won By like, a landslide, dude. Like the, the Lakers, Lakers won free agency and we're not dude, even every I mean, so it, it started, it started, and everyone saw obviously the, the Russ trade, and they were like, All right, you have a, a a bunch of bricklayers in your starting lineup right now. I mean, Russell Westbrook's <laughs> like the worst three point shooter in the NBA. LeBron is not a good shooter really at all, never has been, other than he's gotten a lot maybe better. he's gotten much better than he has in like when he first played for the Cavs and uh and Miami, but uh, he's still not considered a good shooter. And, you know, obviously you have Anthony Davis, who's decent at shooting for a big man, but also not a good shooter. <laughs> then you get to the rest of their free agent pickups this season. I mean, what the heck? I, like, what happened, dude? I, what I on earth like is going bro. on? <laughs> like, what? You know, dude. I was talking to my girlfriend about this and she was saying that you know why is it bad that they're stacked and i was like because nobody else has a chance okay they, well that's look, false i mean, I mean uh, no they no more their other teams are gonna have chances that's true but i listen to this list okay so not only did they get russell westbrook and get rid of their worst player in kyle kuzma um so they pick up russell westbrook <laughs> They re-signed THT, which THT played phenomenal. I don't think huge, they, you know, huge, 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 really young signing. player. They kept him, and then they go get Dwight Howard to come back. So you know you have a replacement for AD when he's hurt, and AD doesn't even like to play center. 
So right. and and Dwight and Howard Andre and Andre Drummond's better. gone now too. Drummond's so gone. You, right. So you and, needed and definitely Howard, needed a big man. And Dwight Howard seemed to fit a little bit better with AD than Drummond. You know, Drummond really liked to sit right there and yeah. get his rebounds. Drummond and is really stand good. in the paint and like just muscle everybody. Dwight Howard has a little more finesse to his game. Well, Dwight Howard's older. You know, he can't like he can't take that same physical beating that Drummond. Oh, no, made. yeah, no, not at all. I mean, I, so, I'm pretty sure Andre Drummond's just bigger. Oh, he is. Like he much is bigger. Little, Dwight Dwight, I think, is a little taller, but. Drummond yeah, I mean Andre Andre Drummond was a like in in terms of like just physical presence on the court, he was a lot like DeMarcus Cousins when he got into the NBA minus the shooting ability. I was going to say cuz Boogie was a problem scoring. You know, I Boogie was like Shaq that could shoot when he got into the NBA. Pretty sure he was averaging like 28 and 12. Uh yeah. And so they, they pick up Dwight Howard and then they go pick up Trevor Ariza, which, okay, I mean, some depth. Perimeter sure, defense, go, I think, go, was the reason for Bazemore. that pickup. They, and then they go sign Carmelo Anthony. Who Malik, played phenomenal for the Blazers. Phenomenal great, I mean, for the Blazers. Fantastic. Excellent None of these players. Player. Yeah, excellent role player, exactly. Nobody's taking away the ball from LeBron, but they're great role players. So you get you pick up Melo, and then you pick up Malik Monk, another great young guard, you know, just you know, learning the game, coming up. And then they pick up Kendrick Nunn. It's the like, sleeper. Didn't think that was going what? to happen at all. Um, my buddy Riley called me and, and says, bro, we got Kendrick Nunn. I was like, what are you, I mean, the Lakers took Kendrick Nunn from us. And I was like, what are you talking about? Okay. Yeah, there was, I mean, after – left. Yeah, no, I mean, after they made it to the finals that one year, I was like, there's there's no way that this young core breaks up because they, like, after a few years, like, they have it. Like, they're they're a excellent that is, that was young, team. young team. Absolutely. Excellent young team. And they really didn't mm-hmm. have any size either, which was ridiculous being that they knocked off the Bucks to mm-hmm. make it to the finals. Yeah. It was nothing but size. Now, Look, granted, obviously, this past season they got run out of the gym. But the Bucks, you know, we talked about this. The Bucks made—that's the difference in the off season. The Bucks made significant changes in the off season. Oh yeah, for and sure. Miami and then, and Miami was like, "We're good where injured. we're at." Right. Yeah. And it, and look in basketball, in in life, okay, you know, if you're not moving forwards, moving backwards. That was a great example. Look, Kendrick right. Nunn is a super young player. He's played two years in the league and is averaging 15 points a game. Right, and he is a phenomenal shooter. He's a good shooter. Um, you know, Mello is uh, uh, all Mello, these players, Mello look, has all these never are decent are decent good shooters in the league, and they're all used to their roles. Nobody oh, is yeah. taking the ball. You know, the only player that could take the ball away from LeBron is Russ. And if if we've seen anything in Russ's decline, it's that Russ doesn't want the ball yeah, as much. If, He's if, very say, happy if, getting his passes if, and rebounds. If you if you want to call it a decline, I mean, the dude averages a triple yes. double. Yeah, right. Yeah, but you, we've seen him go from you know a, from a twenty eight point, twenty nine point a game triple double to twenty two, twenty three, twenty four. We saw him play great. Well, that's with just because last he, is, year. he has somehow gotten worse at shooting the three pointer. Which oh, that's true. That he is, is awful at shooting. Which is three. which is which for everyone listening, that's kind of why we're we're focusing on the Lakers right now because 
they had no shooting ability at all after that yeah. rust trade, like none. And now they have surrounded with nothing but shooters other than like Trevor Ariza who fills in for a hole on perimeter defense. You know what I'm excited for? I'm excited to watch Trevor Ariza and Pat Bev go at it. <laughs> Bro, Pat, look, I, I don't like Patrick Beverly as a player just because I think he's a dirty player and yeah, he do. is massively overhyped. But like as a person, like energy, just though. like watching him get under people's skin, I think it's hysterical. It, and uh, Trevor doesn't play that game, bro. You know, like yeah, no, Trevor. When, Trevor um, Reese is like that, bro. Like he's about when, that action. Um, remember when Trey Young tried to nutmeg Trevor Reese, and Trevor Reese just threw him out of bounds? Yeah. No, Trevor. <laughs> Trevor Reese doesn't play. Trevor Reese is like, you it's ain't, like, you ain't doing that BS on this side. Look, if I'm like, I'm being really objective. I, I mean, because well, one of the things that a lot of people tough. Oh yeah. Uh, one of the one of the things that a lot of people don't know about Trevor Ariza is before and this is like years ago. This is like 20 years ago. Um <laughs> before LeBron James made it into the NBA, like him and Trevor Ariza were like two of the top high school prospects and like they would always go at it like obviously LeBron got the better of them, but like that was Trevor Ariza's competition. Sure. I mean, literally LeBron James. Exactly. Melo's the same way. Melo and Melo and uh, and Bron came into the league together. Yeah, that's they're the only they're the only two players left from their draft class. Which is crazy to think about that. that, I mean, and they're both playing on a pretty high level. Obviously, LeBron is playing at higher level. (laughs) It's I mean, LeBron is at arguably one of the highest levels. I, I'm i yeah. a LeBron fan, but there is absolutely no way that you can say LeBron James is still the best player in the NBA anymore. No. I mean, it's I, Giannis at this point is... I think LeBron James has more to his arsenal than Giannis, but I think when you just look at complete court dominance, like, Giannis is just that good. And Kevin Durant's better than both of them. And Kevin Durant's better than both of them. Kevin Durant is the best player in basketball. I mean, this dude is coming off literally the worst injury that you could possibly have in the sport. And just having people. And just straight giving it to... I mean, Kevin Durant's a shoe size away from an NBA Finals. Yeah, and Kevin... Do you see what Kevin... Off topic, do you see what Kevin did on on the Olympics last night? What, oh the, what were they down? 15, 15 20, something like that. 15, 15, yeah. and Kevin was like, Kevin Durant was like, get it, give me the ball. Give me the ball. That's literally what he give said. He got like three straight baskets and they were back in it. It was, yeah. that was ridiculous. No, Kevin, Kevin Durant. And like, and the US like, look, like it's, the, look, it's the Olympics. Like the competition in the NBA, I think is a lot more stiff for Kevin, but I like, dude, Kevin, I, Kevin Durant is just a, a a different breed different. and i'm not a huge kevin durant advocate after that golden state move but like you, you can't you gotta respect I mean, there's no argument dude like he's the you best player in basketball him. yeah i mean that that playoff run for Doesn't him mean... alone was legendary yeah that was and that you know, i mean you gotta and yeah. everyone like forgets like, that like yeah the nets have a big three but like neither of them were there bro they didn't like, play Kyrie, you know Kyrie and james week, harden weren't there 
Last Kyrie definitely about, wasn't there. Uh, James Harden was there for a little bit, but then he got bro, hurt. He wasn't. He, he, wasn't. he really Kyrie, wasn't at all. Kyrie was there for two games and then was gone, and then Harden tried to come back for a game and it just looked terrible. Yeah, and just looked game. awful. He just looked slow. He was bricking shots. Awful not, defense. not the James Harden that they need to make it to the finals, or especially to get, like, if you even if they make it to the finals, James Harden needs to be on his A game if they want to, like, oh. like the Lakers. If it's a Lakers Nets finals, which please let that happen. Please, I would I would live for a Lakers Nets finals this year. Yeah. But if the Nets want to win, especially with how nicely the Lakers have filled out the rest of this roster, um they they need to be healthy. And I'm not the hugest advocate for load man, load management. I actually hate it. But yeah. they 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 have to do it cuz the Nets. It's understandable. At this, at this point, you look at the Nets, and you know, obviously, Kevin Durant can go off whenever. But, I, dude, it's tough. Look, the Lakers got a lot better, and the Nets have not moved. You know, the, the Nets re-signed Bruce Brown, but Dinwiddie got moved. They don't have, you know, they. Yeah. So the Nets re-signed Bruce Brown, Blake Griffin. They signed Patty Mills, but. They get Patty rid of Mills, who was a huge cap hit, by the way. Yeah, which was a big cap huge hit. Huge cap hit. I, Patty I Mills love, is good, but oh boy. I love Kevin, and uh, I really hope they're all healthy next year so we can get a real finals run out of the big three. But the oh, Lakers, yeah. I mean, Braun did not play around. And for people that don't realize this, man, you know, while this was unexpected, like I didn't expect Kendrick Nunn to sign with them. Like how ridiculous was that? Yeah, no, but I did expect, but I did expect a lot of people to sign with the Lakers. Why? Because of the LeBron James effect, man. LeBron has played with countless... wiped out three teams in three seasons. Yes, he's played with countless. People don't realize this, but for some reason, people don't remember this, guys. People want to play with LeBron James so bad that when he was on the Cavaliers, not the first time, okay? We're talking about the second time when he just, you know, kept playing the Warriors in the finals. Okay, one that that last that last run at it, you know, when Kyrie left, bro, they had Isaiah Thomas go over there. They had Dwayne the Wade go over there. I'm the not saying any of these signings were great. The I'm not the saying earth. any of them were great. They obviously didn't work out because they moved them. But I, I just want to talk like pure number of people, like the sheer amount of people, like IT, Dwayne Wade. Dwayne Wade left Miami to go play with LeBron. And it's, and, like, it's, it's, it's because Eric the players Rose? now have so much more power in what they can do as far as moving to different teams. Like, I think there were, like, back in the, the old NBA, like with my, like Michael Jordan, um, the original IT, like, there were it, there was a lot more like spirit of competition, I guess, where like you don't want to team up with your buddies who are all top five MVP candidates and just go smash the NBA. Like now, there's so many more players just moving around. Like Kevin Durant is a perfect example, and I mean LeBron James really is the the first example of that. Yeah, I mean, LeBron James moves to Miami and. You know, with Dwayne Wade, and then Chris Bosh shows up, right? And then and bef say, before yeah. Chris Bosh showed up, there was talk about signing prime Carmelo Anthony to that team. Carmelo Anthony just wanted more money. That's yeah, why he didn't show true. up. So, I mean, it's it was it was Bosh, Wade, and James, but it could have been James, 
Carmelo and Wade, which I mean, think about it. They got I mean, Ray that, Allen to leave the Celtics and that. Yeah. Three. Uh, and Ray Allen, too. That was the season afterwards. But that was the still. season. But still, but still, you know, like and and people for, you know, LeBron James is the only player to win three rings uh, to win rings on three different teams. Yeah. And like it's and I, I guess why. that's I mean, that's that's what you get for for being the face of the NBA for 20 years. Yeah. And also having the mentality or everyone perceives him to have the mentality of, I want to make the team better, not myself better. Like Michael Jordan was the kind of guy where it was like, dude, if you suck, like I got, I got no, no place for you, bro. Like give me the ball and go sit on the bench. Mm -hmm. Like LeBron James is more worried about making sure the team succeeds rather than getting his own numbers and when he tries that and the team just doesn't succeed then he's then he finally is like just give me the ball <laughs> i mean we, we saw that when he was in cleveland for the second time i mean how many years did he backpack that team to the finals minus 2016 when Kyrie and kevin love were both happy or uh, healthy yep i mean at I'm 2015 at i mean that was Bro, he left. That was he like a backpack of a backpack. I mean, Andre Iguodala won Finals MVP as a sympathy award. That was a joke. I mean, uh, yeah, that was a little ridiculous. But nobody on the Warriors really. I mean, they they played well. Like Stephen Clay played well, but it was just the the idea that LeBron James was just so much better than everybody on the floor that they Not were just sure. like he here, was. Andre here. But, like, uh, do I agree with it? No, not really. But, I mean, it is what it is at this point. Yeah. But, so, the, no, the, the LeBron effect is real. I mean, like, yeah, within the past three seasons, he's completely bombshelled the entire Lakers team. GM, yep. So, the Lakers, I mean, I think... But Lakers... it, it, also, it also doesn't help that I, I, Rich Paul is, like, the biggest NBA agent that exists right now, mm -hmm. that also has a, a huge part of it. Oh, yep. LeBron James is Rich Paul's most notable client, but there are tons of NBA, NBA players that Rich Paul is managing. I completely agree. Like I said, I think I think all these. I mean, I, we're, we just named off what eight players that they signed in the matter of eight days. So yeah. I, I think I think I'm not exaggerating when I say the Lakers. Well, like free agency opened up like 30 seconds ago. That's what I'm saying. So the Lakers, Lakers, I think we can comfortably say are going to be the favorites to win it. I, as, I think they, as uh, presently constructed. As yeah, present, um, yeah. I think the Suns made a really good move in signing JaVale McGee, um, not because he is a great player. But he is a rim protector, and one of the biggest reasons I think they lost against the Bucks is because DeAndre Ayton was their only big. Yeah, and he played terrified. They yeah, also picked up uh, another big loss for the Nets. They they picked up Landry Shamit. Oh yeah, they did. So like the the Suns are a good better. team. They're they're gonna and they they re-signed Chris Paul, which you know I I like Chris Paul. Um, as a floor general, is he the Best score? No, not at all. 
Uh, is he the best defender? No, not at all. Go check Steph's highlight reel. Chris Paul's in like three of the five <laughs> clips. Yeah, three of the top five clips. Um, but there are very few players in the NBA who can hold a team together like Chris Paul can. I mean, I think a lot of people like there for all the Chris Chris Paul slander that we've heard over the course of the past like two years, like a year or two, I would say. Um, I think a lot of people were overestimating what the Suns were before they made this finals run this year. Um, the Suns were not a playoff team. Like, they, they couldn't make the playoffs. And that is even more, I think, of, like, a, a bashing on them. Because half the teams in the NBA make the playoffs. It's it's not like It's not like football where a team from each division makes the playoffs. You know, and then you have a few wild card spots. Like, like the, the Suns couldn't make the playoffs. And then Chris Paul comes in and they make a finals run. Like, obviously, they, they added a, a few pieces here and there. But, you know, it's, you know, as, as much as we, we bash on Chris Paul for not necessarily being the best overall player, like, his, his, his floor-leading skills are almost unparalleled at this point. You know, I like that JaVale McGee pick up, and I think Shamit makes him deeper. I, but I think, I think the Suns are going to actually have to. I mean, the Suns are going to have to go through oh, they, so and many the, more people this the year. The Lakers, the Lakers have to be healthy. I mean, the, the Suns last year they they went through an infirmary to get to the finals. I mean, I think every team that they played, at least one of the two or three best players on the team, didn't play yeah, or was same. playing through some type of injury. I mean. Against the Lakers, LeBron James was coming off a foot injury, and Anthony Davis didn't play for half the games. Um, the Nuggets, uh, Jamal Murray missed every single game. He was out for like the last half of the season. Mm-hmm. And um, who was the third team they played? They played the Clippers. The Yeah, the Clippers, and Kawhi Leonard was hurt for yep. half the series. So there, there were a lot of missing pieces from a lot every team that they played in the playoffs and you know they they tried they they started off the finals really hot but you know they the bucks exposed them for not being a big enough team for sure so javel will help but you know, like i said he's I, a, he's, I a, he's a i mean javel mcgee is a pure rim defender yeah which i mean that's that's really what they needed. And, you know, he's he's a veteran in the league. He knows what he's doing. Um, he's he's an NBA champion. Obviously not because of him, but he's an NBA he's an NBA <laughs> champion. So he I mean he he has finals experience. He knows what it feels like to be there. So, I mean, there's they they filled in some holes that they needed. So they'll they'll be in the mix. They'll they'll definitely be in the mix. This is true. They'll definitely be in the mix. I'm really curious how the Heat are going to work out. The, I don't know. Uh, dude, yeah, that so Kendrick just, Nunn loss was... A lot of times... Yeah, the Kendrick, the Kendrick loss... That is massive. I feel like a lot of times, you know, when you know the Heat went from not making any free agent moves to making... I mean, they've made six significant free agent moves this season alone. And so I, I feel like this is a, a really oh. good example of going from one extreme to the other. 
a lot of times, you know, when something goes wrong, you tend to overcompensate. And I feel like this is kind of what the Heat are doing. So the Heat, the Heat re-signed Duncan Robinson, they re-signed Victor Oladipo, and they re-signed Max Struss. All Duncan three are great. Robinson got paid. Yeah, Duncan Robinson deserves to get paid. Well, I think it's I think it's four four years, ninety mil. I think was the number. Something like that, hundred mil, something like that. Max Struss is also a bucket. He's a great shooter. Victor Oladipo uh, has a lot of potential. He was injured. So I mean, we we all know what Victor Oladipo is when he's healthy. So that's that's huge if he is healthy. And uh, then they went and picked up Kyle Lowry, and I'm just. I'm that really... was a horrible idea. I'm not a huge fan of Kyle Lowry. Um, everyone's, I, I shouldn't say everyone, because there's a lot of other people that aren't really huge on him either. Um, it's not that I think he's a bad player. I just think he makes a lot of money for being an average player. Um, and every, every, there's a lot of people, I guess, that are high on him because of how well consistently Toronto did when... Um, it was him and DeMar DeRozan leading the charge, but like they never, never went anywhere. Bro, like, they didn't one, make the playoffs. That's all I gotta say. They didn't well, make yeah, the and it's they didn't they, even. No, 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 no. Even, it was so bad. It was so bad. They were so bad this year that the Hornets got the play-in spot and not the Raptors. But didn't, and I'm pretty sure. Um, I'm pretty sure Siakam wants out. I don't know if he left yet or not, but no, I don't think he's left yet. But I think I have. I yeah, Pascal Siakam, I think, has requested a trade. I think so too. Which I don't know. Like, I, look, bro, I don't blame huge... him. I I like I like Siakam. I think he's a good player. Yeah, I think he's good too. Kyle Lowry, I don't know. Kyle Lowry's defense has always been overrated. Defense is not taking a charge. Like I'm not, I'm not here for uh, that. Yeah, that's true. All right, he's never been a great shooter. Um, I don't know how him and Victor Oladipo are gonna play since Victor is basically well, just that, a better version of Kyle. That was that was my fear because they signed Kyle. They traded for Kyle Lowry before re-signing Victor. Yeah, I'm which when I heard about that, I was like, uh, there is no way that they're going to try and get rid of Victor Oladipo to bring in Kyle Lowry like that would that would not be a good idea, which I mean, it's not really a good idea to have both of them. But yeah, I just think it's weird. I don't know because Kyle's not a shooter, but neither is not Victor. at all. So who's playing shooting? Victor guard? shoots better. Like, Victor, I mean, Victor shoots better, but Victor also handles better. Like, I don't know. I just think it's. Yeah. A weird duo. I, I think when Victor's healthy, he's just an a overall better player. I, I agree. I just so. I think Kyle Lowry just if they were planning on re-signing Victor, like what the heck? Like why didn't we spend the money? I would have rather seen them go, you know, go after. I I don't know. I, I would have seen them rather go after Reggie Jackson and Josh Hart. Yeah. Like I or you know somebody else. I would for the, yeah Alfred and Hayes. for the. Bro, for the how pricing. great would it be for Alfred, you know, because because Victor, I mean, Victor is, I, I don't know, like, Alfred Payton's a good shooter, like, or, oh, yeah. or Josh Hart, right? like, these are good shooters, I just don't see, you know, the the problem the Heat have had is scoring, you know, their defense has been fantastic, and and they added, they even added P.J. Tucker and Markeith Morris, this, you know, so their defense is going to be fine, but it's like, you, you lose Kendrick Nunn, who... P.J. Tucker's a better big, defender than Kyle Lowry. I I agree. I completely like agree with you. But it's like you lose Kendrick Nunn, and you lose a lot of offense that Kendrick creates. You know, him and Tyler Hero come off the bench, and that's your offense. Like, right. I mean, that's that's a lot of points you're getting out of them. And and then you're gonna get. I just don't know, man. That's a weird fit. 
I mean, uh, we'll, we'll see how it works. I mean, this is kind of like the Lakers. I mean, the Lakers have put together a lot of pieces. We'll, we'll have to see how but they I match. See, when uh, I the see Lakers, the Lakers I think, pieces, I, they, I can see them fitting together. Yeah, well, and they, they drafted players, like, specifically for what they need. I, exactly. I don't really see where Kyle Lowry fits into this setup. Like, I can see, I can see Russell Westbrook alongside Kendrick Nunn and then Braun, AD, and Dwight, I think is what they want to run. And I think like and then you got Mello coming off the bench. Or or you can have Mello and THT Nunn, and Kendrick Nunn, you know, Kendrick Nunn and THT and Malik Monk come off the bench with Trevor Reed. I, like yeah. I think Mello would be better off the bench. I think um, so too. Because Mello is while he can contend with most starters in the league. He will fry a secondary team, and I think Kendrick Nunn has more anyway. You know, Melo's older now. Oh yeah. You know, so I'm anyway. I can just see the pieces working for him. I can see a strategy. Kyle Lowry and Victor Oladipo. I'm like, bro, we. I don't know. I just. I don't know. It just seems weird. It's definitely a positive. Like they're they're stepping in the right direction. I I think you have to be aggressive in free agency, but it's just a weird fit. I'll tell you what, though. Yeah. You want to talk about great fit. I absolutely love what the Bulls have done this offseason. I think that Bulls, is an extremely good young team. That Bulls team is nasty for you that don't, you know, for people that don't know, the Bulls picked up Alonzo, picked up DeMar DeRozan, and they picked up Alex Caruso this offseason. Not to Alex mention Caruso, most... Ayo Sumnu, and they already have Zach Levine. And, and for people that forget, in the very end of the regular season, they they got Vucevic from the Magic. They're that gross. is disgusting. Like, gross team. I, for people that hate on Lonzo, Lonzo was statistically top five, and in, in Lonzo Ball was statistically top five on defense this year. Okay, perimeter defense. Lonzo was a top five defender this year. I'm not kidding. Go look that's it up. one category. Okay, Lonzo that Ball is- was was he made more threes and shot a higher percentage of threes than Trey Young this year. He shot more he made more threes than Trey Young. And that's all Trey Young does is shoot threes. Yeah, okay? I mean Lonzo's Young a better shooter. Rip. Statistically, Lonzo's a better shooter than him. DeMar DeRozan, DeMar DeRozan was the number one best uh isolation player this year. Obviously DeRozan still has it. I Bro, Zach Levine is a absolutely disgusting young talent. That is yeah. Like, nobody. It's just feel. it's it's just that nobody watched him because the Bulls nobody watched just weren't good. Bulls sucked, bro. They have they picked up Vucevic, who's been a a three time is he two or three time All Star at this point, like at center, man. So you're <laughs> you're telling me your starting lineup is going to be Lonzo. Lonzo, I, I'm cool with Alex Crusoe starting, or or you could have Ayo Desumnu start. I don't care Man, who I, starts. I, I think I I think Caruso will probably come off the bench. I mean, and then you're gonna have Demar Derozan and Vasevic, and then you're gonna have Zach Levine. That's your starting five. Yeah. Like the, you want to talk only... about leaps and bounds better, bro? This team is like they're like they're they... taking. The next the spot of the fourth team, they're taking that. They that stacked their roster. You want to talk the, about, like, bro, you want to talk about teams that will contend. The Sixers, like, the Sixers are going to run into problems with this team. 
No, this the Sixers are going to run into problems with any team at this point. But the Hawks, the Hawks got big problems with this team. They do not match up on the wing with this team. The only issue with the Bulls lineup right now, as presently constructed, is Demar Derozan cannot be your best player if you want to win a championship. I think Zach Levine, while he has become an excellent player, like incredible player Zach Levine needs to be by far the best player on the team if they want to be considered a contender like they're they're already making the playoffs for sure oh yeah they're taking look I agree with you that he Zach Zach will have to be the best player but this is also they're constructing this team this is not just a short-term team. Like oh, DeMar no, that's what I'm saying. It's it's young talent. Player, but this team in the next in the next four years, I mean, you can't tell me you can't tell me that this team doesn't beat the Celtics. No, not at all. Oh yeah, for oh, sure. I mean, the Celtics, Celtics are. You want to talk about a team that has completely wasted their time in this offseason? The Celtics got rid. I mean, Kemba's I'm not all, there anymore. I'm I'm all for them getting rid of Kemba. Kemba did not fit their team at all. Kemba played like trash. Kemba's defense is abysmal. Like. Kemba did not fit. Them. He's a good player, so, but it wasn't for them. He's a good player, but they got rid of they got rid of Evan Fournier too. He had yeah, a creep uh, season. He kind of had like a little come out season this year. And 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 what did they get rid of him for? Enos Cantor and Al Horford again. Like, didn't we already run this I, team? That, haven't we yeah, already played Ennis, this team? Ennis, Ennis Cantor was kind of like. I like Ennis. Like, I'm not even yeah. hating on Ennis or Al. You know, they're Al they're Horford. Okay. I I like a. Al but Horford, we've already seen the team. Okay. Yeah, we we've already tried this. We've already it seen it. We've already tried it. So what are you wasting your time for? While the yeah, Celtics, I think like, I think the Celtics get more. I think the Celtics get more out of Al Horford than any other team in the NBA does. Because like when Al Horford went to the Sixers, I, he was awful. Uh, you're not wrong. I like, I mean awful. for for um, a couple reasons, but I'm not disagreeing. I just think this is uh, like what are the Celtics doing? Like all of a sudden, you know, point, we were just... talking about Jason Tatum being, you know, a top two, you know, being top two in players under 24 years, you know, of age. We're talking like an elite, long-term talent, and then it just seems like all of a sudden the roles are flipped, and now Zach Levine is going to get. I mean, Zach Levine is going to get a title shot at this point before Jason Tatum does, which is kind of crazy. Right. Unless they go get, I mean, don't get me wrong. Like Jason Tatum is really like that. Like he, this man dropped fifty on the Nets in the playoffs last year. I agree. But like, but I don't see. But the Celtics, hey, these, but the Celtics, these Celtics aren't team. going anywhere. Like I, I mean, they, they ain't competing with the Bulls. This Bulls I, team is gross. Like this is. I, I wouldn't even take the Celtics to knock off the Sixers, to be honest. I'm not. That's what I'm saying. But but the Bulls, and the Sixers aren't good, and they I'm also the haven't Bulls. found a way to get get rid of ben simmons yet the bulls are gonna yeah they haven't they they gotta figure that out ben simmons is awful and i look sorry if there if there are any sixers fans listening ben simmons is a terrible player that man's that man's a good wing defender that's it can't do anything else yeah but no this bulls team is they're a problem now and in three or four years it's going to be They're crazy. going to be a much bigger problem. It's going to be crazy. Like we talked about the Chargers being, you know, a a big. I mean, being my favorite come up team in the NFL. Like this Bulls team. Yeah, no, Bulls are it for me right now. Year. 
They're my favorite come up team. You know, we're going to have to get to the rest of these guys later. But uh, if you take anything away from the podcast today, uh, I want you to take away this Bulls team because this is. They're the team to watch this season. They are the team to watch this season. Like, people just don't understand how good Lonzo is. Like, I really. really It it didn't help that he was playing for the Pelicans. All family fan. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not a big. uh, LaMelo, I like, though. I like LaMelo's good, too. Lamelo's great. Like I'm not, but I've heard people say that Lamelo is already better than Lonzo. That's not true. Like, like I, I don't know where this Lonzo ball slander came from. But like, well, it came Lonzo from, was the, it a came from the it came from the Lakers. Year. I mean, it Does came when he played better? for the Lakers because he wasn't good for the Lakers. Last but year, Lonzo he has top five. Yeah, I mean, he's defender. he has scaled a mountain as far as his height and level of performance that we've seen. I mean, from like, when he got he to the Pelicans. He wasn't even considered for most improved player, but he should have been at least considered. I mean, he, like, yeah. like Lonzo uh, made huge well, strides. Well, it wasn't, I think the reason he wasn't was because it hasn't been just over the course of one season. I I mean, he's been with the Pelicans for, what, three seasons now? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I, I mean, it's, uh, it's two, over yeah. the, two or three. It, it's been over the course of a couple seasons, so... It's that's why he wasn't considered most improved. But over mm-hmm. the course of the like, if the most improved award had its own like separate ranking for most improved over the course of like three to five years, uh, it would it would be Lonzo. Yeah, I I agree. Lonzo's been he's Lonzo's gross, been and that's crazy. And the Pelicans I mean, I'm sure are hungry. Like the Pel- the Pelicans are now in shambles. Zion's gonna want out. So he already wants out. I mean, yeah. and the Pelicans, what you replace Lonzo with Devontae Graham and yeah. Jonas. I mean, Devontae Graham, like, I mean, what? I mean, Devontae Graham's good, but I Lonzo is Lonzo. Just Look, so much better. I, than he, I he guarantee really you before. that Zion is teed right now because oh, yeah. they try to, hey, they're gonna, gonna try to replace composure. Lonzo with Devontae Graham. Devontae's good, Lonzo better. Yeah. So, for sure. All right, guys. Well, that is it for today. We will be bringing you our draft part two next week. Um, but yeah, I hope you guys have a great day. Please follow us on Instagram um, at checkup underscore pod. And we'll be back with a new episode next week.